Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring through the screen here is Scorpion Daniel. Get over here. So today we are talking not the 1995, but the brand new Mortal Kombat movie. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's uh, talk about this prequel to the games. Mm, yes. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Okay, what are you drinking on your end today? Um, I have got to finish my pre-show here because i have it's called the hazy l hazy ipa by the bail breaker brewing company nice and it's actually like gavin bought some of these the other day and i bought a new six pack i'm like damn these things are fucking good good let me see the logo really into it what do you got i want to see it Oh, there it is. What it looks like. Ah, okay, okay. So I'm drinking a brand new one here from Matchless, which I think is a personal favorite of ours. New IPA called Be the Beer. Be the Beer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Definitely spring summer beer. Good stuff though. All right. Well, let's move on here. Lots to talk about today. We just had the Oscars and a new trailer for a new season of a show that, that we love drop. Okay. Let's talk about it. So first off, I'm going to just give a quick one here. Um, you got to forget. I didn't watch the Oscars. I don't think Daniel did either. I almost forgot they were this I didn't weekend. Even, I didn't hear anybody talk about it before it happened. And you're like, shit, the Oscars happened. I'm like, oh, like it just. Yeah. Well, usually we went... do a little bonus episode around this time and we do a draft game and kind of a little bet thing going on. And I don't know. I was just, in some ways, my mind is like, well, there are always Oscars in February. It's already happened. But it was just like randomly this week. I'm like, oh my gosh, the Oscars are tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's been talking about them. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Needless to say, we did not do our bet game. And I don't think neither of us watched it. I know for this arena. I mean, this- I never watch the Oscars because uh, it's really long. So I just am like, well, I'll just like read about it in five minutes who won and lost. It's about the experience. I know, but it's never, it hasn't been a very good experience for a long time. So no, I just, and that, in general that is, is true. Bore. It, it really has not been, which is part of why I just didn't care this year. Just did not care. I mean, yes, the Oscars are, we talk about it, closest thing the movie industry has to a Super Bowl. But I, uh, I just didn't care this year that much. I saw, you know, I you think, say what, that every three? year, and I think blockbuster movies are the are the industry's Super Bowls. I saw three of the eight nominated this year, so okay. I don't know. That's another thing we didn't spend the year in theater, so it's also kind of weird to be like, oh yeah, Oscars are happening because new movies still happened. So, kind of long story short, neither one of us watched it, but we're here to talk about it still. Yep. Daniel, take it away. Well, I guess if we're talking Oscars up top, I mean, as far as like the movie news goes, I mean, like some of the categories, I mean, obviously Best Picture, that went to Nomadland. Yeah, which, which at least, we, we, both saw, did at least see. we saw the one that won. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I we saw, well, you saw Mank as what was nominated because they had the father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, uh, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Which and Nomadland's covered- the one that won. I mean, uh, yeah, I only saw Nomadland uh, and I guess the trial of Chicago seven, those are the only two out of the list that I saw. Yeah, so I, I unfortunately, saw those, those two in Mank. That was it. Yeah. Unfortunately I did miss Judas and the black Messiah when they had it on HBO max, but you know, and then we get some of the, uh, notable, like, obviously these are pretty much, we're just going to go over the more notable ones, but that the actress in a supporting role went to Yu Jung Un in Minari, which I had, hadn't even heard of that movie. So I'd be interested to see. I, I just saw it on the docket, but I never heard anything about it. But then for actor in a supporting went to Dan, Daniel Kulia, Judas and the Black Messiah, which again, we didn't see. International feature film went to another round, which apparently came from Denmark. Maybe they're already working on the American remake of it. Oh, really? In talks of DiCaprio possibly being in it. Yeah, I'm going to skip a few because more or less I'm really interested. So the best animated feature film, obviously it's one of my favorite characters. They had Onward, Over the Moon, The Shaun of the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, Soul, and Wolfwalker, which I saw all of those except for The Shaun of the Sheep one. Which I still want to see that. Which, I mean... As far as like what I wanted to win, I think I want Wolf Walker to win just because the animation was a lot different. Um, but then like Pixar, yeah, two Pixar movies. Over the Moon, I really liked though. And that one's on Netflix to watch. Um, the other ones are on Disney Plus, so that's good. Well, Wolf Walker, I think, is on Apple TV. But, but I think Wolf Walker was my pick just because it was the most unique looking out of all of them. And it's I, the animation. I still want to see that. I think it's definitely worth a watch. Um, but Soul One, which I figured it would be, I didn't think Onward, as far as Pixar goes, Onward was not going to beat out Soul. I don't think Over the Moon was going to, just didn't have the notoriety behind it. But I thought Wolf Walker might squeak it out just because of how in original the animation was. Mm-hmm. Then adapted screenplay was The Father, was the winner of that, was the end. Anthony Hopkins movie. Original screenplay went to Promising Young Woman, which I hear a lot of people talk about that one. I just still haven't seen it. Um, I think you can like rent it or buy it for like $17 since it's technically still. Yeah. And then leading actor in a leading role went to Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Actress in a leading role went to Francis McDormand for Nomadland, which as much as I don't didn't absolutely love Nomadland. I still really liked it. Sometimes it's really good. But Frances McDormand, I love her. She's, She's one of the great. best. Yeah. Like, I mean, ever since we saw three billboards. Yeah. We, we talked about I, I think it was last year. We talked to Fan, uh, Fargo, too, which we both loved during that. Yeah. So, and obviously, with best director, usually follows, you know, best feature. So it was Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Yeah. I don't know if that would have been my nice. best picture of the year, but I still enjoyed that picture. It was definitely. I guess different. I don't know. It's a little it, like, like it felt a little artsy. It was kind of a it was, it was kind good. of a eh, year. I'll I'll just put it that way for movies. But you know, whatever. I'm, I'm not like disappointed by the pick at all. 
No, and then Mank won for production design. That's good. It, it deserves something. I mean, and I mean, I could keep going, but most of these get into more of the. Uh, yeah, I think. You've, oh well, let's talk uh, best score. Trent, another one for Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. For Tenant. No, for or, uh, Soul. So, oh fuck, that's right. He. Oh man, I totally forgot that Trent Reznor did the music for Soul. Yep. So I, I saw the list earlier, and I would say overall, out of the stuff I saw, pretty satisfied with all the results. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't super invested in this either, but you know, Nomadland was really good. Either out of all the uh, best picture nominees, I think I will definitely check out because. Sound of Metal is on Amazon. Promising Young Woman, I need something to check that Shadow's been wanting to watch for a while. So I'll probably watch that one. I'll probably watch. I'll probably see Promising Young Woman first, and Sound of Metal. But also, the only other one that I really actually want to watch is Judas and the Black Messiah. And but those are kind of shortlist for like okay. Now that these were you know nominated, it's over. I'm like okay. Well, I still want to see at least most of the best pictures list. But yeah. After all the Fast and Furious movies, right? Oscars. The only other thing is, uh, Jordan, you there was a new Netflix trailer, and I think you should talk on it because you are really into the show that there the trailers were. It was for oh, a, new, a new trailer. Okay, so a new trailer dropped yesterday. Great thing to uh, wake up to and be surprised by. They officially announced a release date as well as put out a trailer, a little teaser for Master of None season three. Woo-hoo. So, um, as you all know, I'm a big fan of that show. Love the first two seasons. I thought it's just such a well, well-written, well-crafted show. It's just fun. Centers around, you know, Dev, the character Dev, and his friends, and just their life in New York and everything. It's great. I love it. Um, very interesting trailer they put out uh, for it. It centered around Denise and looks like a new lover of hers. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a whole entire season centered around their relationship or if it's just going to be like an episode or two. Because I do remember for season two, they teased what looked like the whole season taking place in Italy, but that ended up only being the first uh, episode of the season. So we'll see. But I like what I saw. I love Denise as a character. And yeah, I definitely look forward to this new season. It comes out, I believe it was May 23rd. So everybody, you have one month to recap the first two seasons and get caught up. Yeah, plus, I mean, I think it's still like, I, I don't know, like, I guess it's not confirmed yet because it's not out. But I think people are like, I read something that it was going to follow Denise the whole time. But like I said, it's a trailer, so you don't know. But it's still got the same team, still writing team. Still, Aziz is like I think producing this season. He's I mean, I'm producing, sure he's be writing, and directing. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, it's still got the same team. So it's like, I I don't know why you still wouldn't want to watch it. It still uh-huh. looks like it's going to be good, even if it does go in a different direction, which I still think is interesting because this show is one of those shows that it just takes its time when the actors like have the time and like when they're done writing, that's when they get to like shoot and release the show. Which I do like that over traditional sitcoms. So, but yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm going to start recapping like this week <laughs> and just start watching me some uh, Master of None. It's a great show. Nice. It's got some great moments. Nice. Oh. Excuse me. Gross. Garlic breath. 
Well, the only other trailer that dropped that I was going to talk about briefly, because it was just a teaser trailer, but it was for the Steven Spielberg remake mm-hmm. of West Side Story. That dropped? Yeah, it dropped with Oscars, and it has Baby from Baby Driver, Ansel Elgort. Elgort? <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm uh, going to see this. He's in the lead, one of the lead roles. Well, he's Romeo, you know. Except for I forget his West Side Story name, but you know, it, like the trailer is good, like it's bright and vibrant. But I'm, you know, like I'm so not super interested in seeing it. I mean, I did just watch the original West Side Story, which I really liked. Is Spielberg the director I'm, of it, or is he producing it? He's the director of it. Okay, wow. So this could. So it's more of like, oh, it's kind of interesting to we, see uh, like how it's and... gonna look visually different i think we should watch i'm curious if they're going to make any major changes i doubt it but you know you never know we're gonna watch I don't it know. it's more of a curiosity than an actual interest for me to want to watch it all right it's only a minute and a half let's watch it real quick man i love spielberg Yeah, you know, to this day, I've never seen the original myself. It's all on Hulu. That was a cool image. Well, I love dancing, so... in the past okay so it's probably fall when does this come out December okay okay so just in time for Oscar season next year yep so I'll definitely check it out but not overly enthusiastic about it yeah no I'll definitely see it all righty well any other trailers News. I'm trying to think of some news. That's all I got. All righty. Well, then let's move on here and let's talk other things we saw this week. I've got one new thing I saw this week. Okay. I didn't watch any other movies besides Mortal Kombat. Well, I was talking about the one I saw this week. So I sat down and watched a blockbuster that is now streaming on Netflix called... Wait, did I say I watched a blockbuster? (laughs) I watched a documentary streaming on Netflix right now called The Last Blockbuster. It's a documentary on the remaining Blockbuster Video Store, which is located here in Bend, Oregon. Fun little doc. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, watched it today, and it was definitely a lot of fun. Definitely brought back a lot of memories of friends and I leaving the house, riding on our bikes, going down to the local Blockbuster store, walking around, trying to decide on a movie, and going to the store after that, grabbing junk food, and going back and watching the video. Brought back some good nice. old times. But yeah, what a fun doc, though. Uh, 
The key person in this is a gal named Sandy Harding. She is the manager, if you will, of the very last blockbuster store in Bend, Oregon. And yeah, it, it's such a such a good uh, documentary. I don't know. I, I enjoyed myself quite a bit. Uh, Lauren Lapkus, aka the Rung Missy, narrates it. Let's get some oh, really? surprise guests though. Kevin Smith is in it. Adam Brody and Iona Sky. So, yeah, lots of lots of familiar faces making a appearance in it. But yeah, so much fun though just to watch this. I mean, it just takes you back. I mean, some of you listening might be have been born after nineteen ninety nine, and are just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I have always just yeah. been able to go click on something on my TV and watch a video. Exactly. <laughs> but I enjoy uh, this. What's that? Go ahead. I was saying that's a doc that like has been on my short list. I hear mixed reviews. Like some people are like, yeah, it's really fun. Other people are like, it's not very good. But I don't know. It's been on my short list of things to check out. Hour and a half. I think it's worth a watch. Tisha back. They kind of talk about how, you know, they go into detail on how, uh, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix or at least partner with Netflix, and they said no. Which, like, you don't know what you're talking about. We're the king. Yeah, which you've kind of, well, that's the thing is they were the king for a long, long time. They just couldn't get with the times. Just couldn't get with the times. Well, they, yeah, I don't know. They just thought that we're the king. We know what we're doing. And I mean, we do yeah. all remember, we all remember at the very last end or the very last minute, they did try to, uh, shoot let's put out some kiosks like Redbox. let's start doing mail and stuff and streaming stuff like netflix let's try to do it all and then now as much as they say not buying netflix was their biggest mistake i think i mean a lot of it they did get crushed by the 2008 stock market crash that was part of what put the nail in the coffin if you will but yeah they talk about how the franchise shrunk and shrunk and shrunk and shrunk to where there was three stores in alaska and one in bend and Eventually, the three in Alaska closed, leaving just the one in Bend. And now it's a tourist attraction. But yeah, that's part of it, though. Now it's now it's like this isn't like oh, it's a, there happens to be a blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. How oh, cool! And it's like no, this is the last blockbuster officially. And I thought maybe it was yeah. like a private-owned store that kind of slapped the name on it because once the brand was gone, like well, we can do anything we want with the name. But I guess it's still licensed through. Um, direct tv who was the last person to buy the franchise so they still have to do like every other year or so a license agreement with them to keep the name so it still is technically a blockbuster store that's crazy but fun doc though again just took me back it was awesome nice and of course they show a great clip from clerks when uh, with uh randall sitting there reading the paper and some gal like what do you think of this movie i don't know i don't rent movies i don't watch movies <laughs> I don't watch movies. I don't watch movies. <laughs> so great. Oh yeah, streaming on Netflix now. I say definitely worth a watch. Enjoy. Nice. The last blockbuster. And Daniel said he didn't watch anything this week. I didn't. Alrighty. Well, that's it for this segment of other things we watched this week. Let's move on and talk our main movie on tap here. The brand new Mortal Kombat! So, Danny, first question. Did you see some theaters or at home? 
I saw it at home. I wanted to see it in theaters, but every showing that I like that I worked for my schedule was sold out. Same here. Yes. So I, tried, I, I tried ended up having it. to watch it at home, which you know, not the worst thing in the world. I was kind of excited to watch this, but also, I don't know. I just I was a little bit bummed that I wasn't able to see it in theaters because I did want to check this out because I wanted to see the action in theaters. Yes. But again, I mean, like I was also taken back because like the movie theaters haven't been sold out in forever. I haven't had to think about that in a while. Yeah. Same. So, yeah. I, mean, I tried to yeah. go to a couple, a couple uh, showings the other night and nothing available. Pretty bummed, but so I ended up going to a friend's house and watching it. We still did. We won all that. Got pizza, got some snacks, got some beer, some beverages and uh, sat down and watched Mortal Kombat. At least he has a new brand new 65 inch screen TV. So <laughs> that helped. <laughs> That is really nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Nice. Taking a selfie. <laughs> so are you taking a selfie? No, no, no. I'm looking at the box office for Mortal Kombat over the weekend. Did pretty decent. Not Kong Godzilla numbers, but still pretty decent. I mean, Mortal Kombat lower. It says in North America made twenty two and a half million dollars from uh just over 3000 locations when is their worldwide box office why won't they tell me that okay i have for international 27.8 worldwide as of right now is 51.1 not too bad and how much did godzilla versus king kong make uh let me look for their opening weekend opening weekend 31.6 for opening weekend so it still beat it out. I mean, it's still Warner Brothers film, though. So, oh, well. Godzilla, <laughs> as of that. now, though, is up to 406 worldwide. So, yeah, we're seeing the return of blockbusters. That's nice. That's a good sign, though, yes. But, yeah, so it didn't make us... That. Still, I think, to good. I mean, again, in our area, selling out. We couldn't get any tickets to any showings. No, could not. I was bummed because I did try to even go see the new Demon Slayer movie, which is an anime movie. I heard about that. That did really good this weekend too at the box office. It was the only thing that was actually coming close to Mortal Kombat. Yeah, twenty one point one. Like, if because I was like, "What is this?" And I, yeah, watched a little bit. I watched the anime so I could see it because I'm like, "Yeah, I'll definitely be able to see it in theaters because it's only in theaters. You can't stream it anywhere for at least a couple months." Something I would love to watch is like it, like blew uh, anime like movie records overseas, and it just premiered this week in the states. I'm like, yeah, I want to check that out. Could not see it; it was all sold out. All sold out as well. Well, eh, I, I like that as a good sign, though. But yeah, you'll have to watch that and come back and report and tell us what you think of it. Yeah, I probably cool. will. All right, so mortal Kombat. um i guess yeah what were your thoughts going in and yeah what, what just what's I mean, your i get my thoughts going in was i saw it slated but i'm like i don't care i've never watched any mortal Kombat movie so i didn't care uh and then they dropped the trailer then i'm like okay now i care a lot because that looks fucking sweet it looks the perfect amount of gore and just fun action movie um Radar this and then time. when we watched the 1995 one, I'm like, holy shit, this movie is all hype. Like, I had such a blast watching that 1995 version. Like, oh yeah, I'm fucking hyped. If they just do this, but it looks fucking good, I will be so happy. 
You know, like I don't need story. I don't need nothing. I just need the fights because 1995 Mortal Kombat understood that you just want to see the matchups. You know, so going in, I was actually pretty hyped. Little bum that I wasn't able to see it in theaters, but at least I got to watch it. Which so I, was still, like, I still like to see in theaters. Spoiler. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So I was pretty excited going in. Are those my? Do, do you want me to go further into more initial thoughts? If you want, or I could. All right. So as far as me goes, I I didn't care for this movie at all. Even after the trailer, it looks fun, but I still wasn't like hyped hyped for it. You're right. After we watched and reviewed the uh, original 1995, which go check that episode out. It's a great episode. After we watched that and all the cheese that was that movie, I was like, okay, you know what? This I'm looking forward to this new one now. I mean, if anything else, we're gonna get some sick kick-ass r-rated action and i gotta say overall i think they delivered on that pretty good yeah the action was pretty good story wasn't quite what i thought it was gonna be but at the same time wasn't very disappointed either i, I liked it and it's setting it up nicely for a sequel uh what, what are your I, we can't talk to too much of the story yet because that will spoil some things yeah it's kind of hard to talk about this movie without spoiling like what actually happens in the movie about the whole Mortal Kombat tournament. What are you saying? Uh, we need to go into spoilers now? I feel like we might have to. I don't know. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll give it a sec. I guess what I'm going to go to is like, okay, I watched the movie. I was hyped, especially after 1995. Because that movie, like I said, like, I wrote down, like, this movie is definitely not boring. <laughs> and then going into this movie, super strong start like amazing opening and then it just drops the ball for me it just gets so fucking boring for me i kept honestly jordan i i feel bad for saying this but i had to look up if the same guy who directed the 2015 power rangers movie directed this movie (laughs) because that's what it felt like to me oh really it's like, yeah, cool. Op- like they both start out with the really sweet opening, like the this original Rangers cool getting opening. wiped out versus like Sub Zero and Scorpions, like fighting it out in like eighteen something. Mm-hmm. And then it goes from that to this lackluster character MMA fighting, MMA fighting, getting his ass kicked, um, and then a bunch of training. And then getting his ass kicked for, and you don't really see what you're coming. You came for the to the movies to see until the very last part. For me personally, there is some more action sprinkled. Like it's, it's really not as bad as Power Rangers, but I was very disappointed in this movie. I guess I just don't know enough about this world still to like oh they screwed this up or they should have done this better you know like i'm not like a trekkie or something that's like pay attention to every single detail about everything but uh well neither am i because overall if you play video games i don't play fighting games as far as my initial um comments go i guess i I did like that opening scene quite a bit it was great uh see scorpion and scorpion action uh without actually being scorpion yet which that was pretty cool i like that stuff uh yeah. yeah we go to the present day we mean ma mma fighter gets his ass kicked learn about his like you know family life overall i thought the story was fine you know it was about training getting ready for the games 
and it definitely yeah. like you know has a, has a good cliffhanger for us like if, if they make a sequel to this i'm definitely looking forward to the sequel that's the thing it's like i didn't like this movie but if they when they put out a sequel i'm like yeah i'm gonna watch it yeah uh, i guess I, the biggest I, downfall especially from watching the fifth going to 95 to 2021 one of the best characters in the original was that they well one sonia blade Liu Kang and Johnny Cage. That's what I wanted to see. I didn't even know until I watched that Johnny Cage wasn't in the movie at all. Nope. I like they tease him at the end, but spoiler. <laughs> well, oh well. I mean, if he's not in the movie, he's definitely going to be in the sequel, I guess. But yeah, so I think it's important to know, like, if you're looking forward to Johnny Cage in 2021, like, it's not going to happen. Not, yet. Not, yet. not this time around but overall i fun i mean there's some weird stuff with like expedition as far as like characters explaining to other characters the plot point which they're really just trying to explain to the audience what's going on who's who and things like that there was a right. lot of that right yeah i mean there was because i mean i had to look this up because like i said like there i mean i was watching a few reviews videos like because i'm like i want to know what people are thinking who actually played the games and it still seems pretty split like some people liked it some people didn't um but you know i'm just curious what people who actually follow this series all the way like it. and i like because i didn't know because there's around a hundred plus characters at this point that have appeared in mortal Kombat since the originals up to present so I think it's with that in knowledge, I thought it was really weird that apparently Cole, the Cole Young character was completely invented for the movie. He is not in any Mortal Kombat series. They invented him for the movie. So he's the one that was, he was invented for the movie, which is kind of weird. But then they have all these legacy characters that we don't really find much about in this movie because it's more focused on this brand new character that nobody knows from which i mean i get why you would do that from like a long-standing video game trying to bridge like the um trying to bridge like audiences who didn't play the game so the audiences that played the game so you do it through a new character i get why it happens the, the character was humble i thought he was really boring he literally just gets his ass kicked throughout the entire movie and then he gets a special ability that lets him get his ass kicked better <laughs> I mean, I was okay. That I'm all for like story arc and growth. I don't like Mary Sue's or whatever the guy version of that is. I don't like that at all. So I, I was all for a character growth. I didn't know he was a uh, after all all their comp, their characters from the game that he was just a brand new one. I didn't know that. Yeah, but like I said, I had to look that up because I was curious. Because I'm like, I've never heard of this character, but I've also haven't heard of a lot of characters in Mortal Kombat. Right. But no, he was I mean, I still, there's still the some stuff. I love the Sub-Zero stuff. Like, he was so great in this movie. I loved uh, when, yeah, the family's at the burger joint, and all of a sudden you see, like, the parents go inside, daughter's still outside, all of a sudden you see, like, snow all around her just coming down. Like, what's going on? It's July. It's snowing. Then I mean, that is thing I know a lot of people want to see, and it was really cool to see it from, like, yeah, like, pretty much the entire... 95 movie is taking place like at the tournament on like their specific island mm -hmm. where anything goes but it was very cool to see like sub-zero interact with like the modern like the real world and it was very cool that like anytime he was near things would just start to ice over just by his presence which is a very cool touch gives him like a very like otherworldly specter 
That's, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, as far as like, what did you think of Kano? Characters that I like, I think Kano made and also broke the mo- movie for me because he was a weird character. Like watching him, like he either made he made me laugh the hardest out of any character interaction because the way he interacted with everybody, like did crack me up but also like he had funniest lines but he also had the most eye-rolly lines for me yeah take out take out his cringe lines and he's a funnier character yeah it's kind of like what you say all the time like take out the five worst jokes and you have an infinitely better movie yeah (laughs) but over like i said like it was so weird because i saw people so many people like he made the movie for me like it's really weird like he made when he I when I laughed his jokes, I laughed the hardest. But when he said something really dumb, cringed the hardest. Like he went yeah. both ways for me. Totally both ways. Yeah, he wasn't as bad as Ryan Reynolds' character in Blade Trinity. Yeah. Now the the only thing that kind of gets it away with like, especially with Mortal Kombat, these characters are such like strong caricatures that it does lean into the more ridiculous. Okay. But my biggest, one of my biggest complaints is I did not like who they chose to play Sonya Blade. Jessica? Especially in like, even in the original Mortal Kombat movie, like she seemed threatened. She looked like she could kick your ass. I don't know. Sonya this Blade. Girl, this girl looks like she's been working out. I guess. I mean, like, I guess, especially in the games, like she's, everybody's fucking yoked, but even Sonya's fucking yoked. Um, and this girl just going. like, they, she wasn't like, yeah. I mean, she, I guess she wasn't like cartoonishly yoked, which I mean, most of the other characters were though, so it did kind of throw me off a little bit. Like, she does look like a weakling in comparison to the rest, which I was kind of bummed out because I love the portrayal of Sonya Blade and like how over the top but fun and ridiculous her the characterization was in the original, and I didn't really like the portrayal of that that this movie brought hmm. i'm gonna split down the middle i thought they were both good i don't know i i didn't have any problem with her i guess should we go into spoilers should we just talk spoilers from this point on uh yeah let's just talk spoilers spoilers because there's not a lot of plot to the movie yeah spoilers in five four three two one spoiler talk so yeah first off let's just get it out there this is basically a prequel because there's no actual games done in this movie. It's more let's recruit, train, and in the sequel, go to the games. That surprised the me. Tournament. Jordan, the tournament. Tournament. It's not whatever. games, the Mortal Kombat tournament. But oh my God, I remember literally just like walking up and I'm just like, oh, what have you been doing? I'm like, oh, I watched Mortal Kombat. She's like, oh, and I'm like, I just looked at her and I'm like, they didn't even have a fucking tournament. Like, I was so pissed. <laughs> like, I, again, like, I was ready to love this movie, just in, sat down for a ridiculous, but then it just leans into, like, these, it gets boring, like, the, the action was there, but, like, everything in between, like, the first one knew exactly what everybody wanted. Like, you want a little bit of story, fight, a little bit of story, fight, a little bit of story, fight. This one's, like, story, 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 a few fights then there's obviously like a bunch at the very end but it kind of feels lackluster and like i thought there was going to be more matchups throughout the movie and it's still only an hour and 50 minutes and it still felt long for me i i don't know i guess it flew by for me i don't know i was having a good time watching it with a friend we had a great time just 
sitting back watching it. I probably should have watched it with somebody else, but Shiloh didn't have any interest and Gavin wasn't home. That might have uh, hurt. That might have been part of it. Yeah, because I watched it with somebody. I and... was plenty. I was drinking plenty though. I think it went down smooth overall. Love the opening scene though. I really enjoyed that where we get to see a uh, scorpion in action. Well, there's not scorpion yet, but uh, Hanzo. Yeah, scorpion and Sub Zero fight each we, other. We get to see them in action back in the past, and I just love how he, you know, he's not scorpion yet, but he like takes his wife gardening tool, ties rope to it, and we see him doing scorpion like stuff with that. That was awesome. Yeah, and having like his family iced over. Mm-hmm. And oh man, man, I feel like like I said that that opening scene, I was just floored. I was like just sitting there like, what the fuck? Like this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that opening scene was still amazing. And eventually later when they fight again, that was also just like top yeah. tier. I actually didn't mind going back to the MMA arena and it all iced over. I thought that was actually a pretty cool uh, setting for them to fight. I thought so too. Although I will say at that point, his family getting iced over and then surviving, total bullshit. I know. It's like, what? he didn't ice your family over as hard as he iced Sub-Zero's family? Fuck you. Yeah, he did. He, no. I mean, there's nobody surviving that. They were iced over. They're dead. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, if... Like, if... I mean, seriously... I mean, I guess he didn't have the energy to like possibly break his family free. But if he th- saw that they were still breathing, I believe in my heart that he would have mustered the strength to break them free before he died and went yeah. to hell. But yeah, you're right. That was total bullshit. Like he should have lost his family, had nothing left, no other and, choice. And but I'm to, sorry. But okay, to to speaking the... of bullshit, it goes back to the main character gets his ass beat. Can't literally Cole Young. Like the the main character doesn't beat anybody in this movie without having help from someone else. Even when he fights like Goro, like the big forearmed monster that comes to his family's house, his wife, like he got his ass kicked and his wife comes over and hits Goro in the ribs with an ax before he kicks his ass. Like he doesn't he doesn't be anybody on his own, which I think is very weird, especially for Mortal Kombat. I don't know. He just seems super weak. Like, I guess, like, like I, I don't know. I was, I was, I'm still very disappointed in the main character. And they literally gave him plot armor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literal plot armor. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. uh, he he gave it better. What, what, what was up with his, like, so what was his, like, specialty, though? Like, I don't even his whatever ability, whatever name they call their special abilities or superhuman abilities. Um, his was literally plot armor. He right. got his ass kicked so much that the movie gave him armor to get his ass essentially like uh what was it? The Black Panther type armor where it absorbs like um yeah, the kind of did absorbs have some, now that you say that, hit and then he's able to burst said energy. Now that you say it, that kind of did have a Black Panther feel. Yeah, to that's it. essentially what it was. I didn't think of that before. What did you think of Which, uh, again? Kanyo goes and back his... to okay. So this armor. Go ahead. What I'm like, yeah. So it goes back to like this guy literally has plot armor, so he can get his ass kicked harder, so he can punch harder. <laughs> right. And what did you think of Kanyo's Cyclops ability? 
Oh, I mean, I thought that worked. His, I mean, his character, again, kind of had me going back and forth. Like, kind of liked him, kind of didn't. I did. Yeah, oh, I kind of loved him, oh, kind of hated him. I like, will say a great scene was uh, when that, oh, I can't remember what those monsters are called, when that mon- one monster is attacking them in the uh, their lair, you know, Sonya Blade's lair. Yeah, the reptile. That was awesome. And how he took the flare and pinned it to him with the knife so he could yeah. track him was awesome. I thought that was really cool too. Kind of, kind of remind me of the quiet thing monsters a little bit, but anyway, a little that, bit, that, but also, so I thought it was, was fun to see like um, from the 1995 movie that like that was supposed to be like that w- bad CGI like reptile from the 1995 movie. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see those, like in like like I, I guess way better CGI done with a budget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and well, how it scratched his face too. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was some fun stuff though. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other characters. Um, Hanzo. I mean, we do have uh, Louis Kang, but he's not really. He's kind of a side character in this movie. It's Liu Kang. Liu Kang, yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about Jackson. Yeah, he like he was. It was kind of, and also yeah. Again, just. Yeah, he they do like because he's one of the obviously one of the main characters, um, originally, but yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting how much of like yeah he is a very side character like, yeah, because like they have to introduce all these legacy characters but also build up the lore of this new original character, so Liu Kang and like. Uh, or not Liu Kang. Um, or yeah, Liu Kang and like his cousin, Kong Lao, that's his name. Like also like legacy characters, just I wish I would have seen more of them. Yeah, I liked him. You know? His fire stuff. Especially Kong Lao. I will say as far as like, as far as storyline and plotline execution go, there was too much trust in the beginning of like, come with me if you want to live kind of stuff. Oh, okay. I don't know who you are, but sure. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, honey. I they're gonna Sub Zero is gonna keep trying to find me, so I gotta leave you here and abandon you as I'm gonna go on this quest to find this whoever the Sony Blade is. Don't know who she is or what this is about, but I gotta go. Dude, her, his wife is like, you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm like, bitch. In reality, I'd be like, no, I'm fucking gone. This is fucked. I'm gonna leave with our child, and I'm not coming back. Well, and just. <laughs> The fact that you, you I don't know, he, he just want, you wouldn't leave your family because, I mean, what, what's stopping Sub-Zero from coming back and killing just them? You might be gone because you're looking for Sonya Blade, but what's to keep him from coming back and killing them? I thought that exact same thing. Like, this just makes sense. You sh- they should be leaving, going as far away as possible. Right. And, you know, even when they meet... Uh... Sorry, I'm so bad at these names. But even when they meet... Um... Kang. Which character are you trying to think of? When they, when they meet Kang, Raiden. you know. Yeah, they still follow him yeah. like it's nothing. Like, all right, yeah, we'll go with you. Like, don't know you, but we'll yeah. go with you. I know. It's also very weird because especially in the games, like I've been watching like cutscenes and like the storylines, like in like Mortal Kombat lore and like cutscenes from like the like the newer games when they rebooted it. Um, 
but even like you just like when Raiden shows up they're like who the fuck is this guy like what it takes them like a like a super weird circumstance I mean I guess they fought like the lizards just like hey man if you want to live come with me and they're like fuck we don't want to fight one of those things again I I guess that makes sense yeah I don't know (laughs) yeah I, I, I had another scene that was I don't know, I, I did love that last fight scene though like I thought that was great stuff with Sub-Zero was great though yeah I mean that was the reason for the season that's the reason to go to the movies I am bummed out that they only really used him at the beginning and end to book in like the movie I would have liked at least one but ideally a couple more scenes with Sub-Zero and scorpion fighting before like their final matchup at the end more scorpion in general would have been pretty nice yeah that was badass but yeah i mean if if there is a sequel in the works of this it's setting up for what could be a pretty sweet sequel i'm just glad this was r with blood and gore and stuff because the fight yeah see that sweet yeah like i'm i'm excited to watch the actual tournament now that they've trained well first we gotta go find johnny cage First, you gotta find Johnny Cage. I wonder who they're gonna cast for Johnny Cage. That's funny when he's like, "We gotta go find other people." I'm going to Hollywood. I looked at my friend that I was watching with. I'm like, "They're probably gonna go find The Rock." The Rock, dude. He could play Johnny Cage. Like he could. Any... It's gonna be completely different from the 1995 version of Johnny Cage, but but he's he'd be closer to relevant the, action like... star. Well, Johnny Cage, yeah, Johnny Cage in the video games is as big, if not bigger, than The Rock. But yeah, a relevant action star. I hate the, the Rock would be perfect. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see who they get for Johnny Cage. Like I said, like as much as I didn't like this original one, but I'm like, okay. Because there was a lot of training. They didn't actually have a Mortal Kombat tournament. Just a lot of backhanded tactics. And eventually they do some fun matchups. But those don't last very long. So I'm like, okay. If this is what it took, I'm still in for the actual tournament. Same. Yeah. I guess I guess my overall of this, like, overall fun, good characters. Um, Storyline could have been a little better, a little bit just execute everything could have just been executed a little better but the fight scenes overall were pretty good nice to see some actual like gore like people getting messed up that was awesome when i was at jacks came over and just like slapped him popped that guy's head and just blew it up that was awesome yeah yeah we haven't talked about jacks much but i thought he was a good character yeah, well, I guess we haven't talked about because, like, they him had him at the his beginning. Arms is like, oh shit! I would hate to lose arms that way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, frozen <laughs> off and snapped off. Snapped off, yeah. Brutal. Yeah, Jax also like showed up, like, oh, he's gonna be a big part. Gets his arm snapped off at the beginning, and then gets sidelined till close to the. Th- like until we get back to the third act, I guess. Yeah, he was pretty much gone through the second act. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I couldn't tell at first that if they were boyfriend girlfriend or just friends. Sonia, Sonia, and Jax have like a plutonic friendship. Like they were in the military together. Yeah, I, I yeah, I guess I just at first I couldn't tell if they were like, romantically involved or not, or just platonic friends. Turns out to just be they're friends. portrayed as platonic friends. 
Although they do, in the games, they even comment the hell of it. They're like, really? You're I guess just I like this. friends with uh, her? I, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I did like how he's like, these puny little robotic arms for a little while, then got these like really actual good cyborg arms at the end. I guess right. that was, I guess that's character arc. <laughs> this character is like, now I'm fucking ripped. You don't got those little baby arms anymore. I don't know. I mean, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about. Yeah, I mean, that's about all I got too. <laughs> I mean, overall, this is a fine movie. Uh, if I had to grade it out, I still think since it's overall pretty fun, good action, and I'll still see it in theaters, I'd give us a B minus. I'm still X- giving it a D because I was not, I did not have, I had, like, there were parts that I liked, but overall, I was not impressed with the whole movie, especially since, like, especially maybe if I knew going in that there wasn't actually going to be a fucking tournament, it would have been, I would have been more lenient had I known that going in. But since I didn't, I'm like expecting a tournament. And then it never happens. I'm like, that's Mortal Kombat. Like, that's the whole thing. So, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess the asterisk to that, like, yeah, I give it a D because I didn't really it. There are things about it that I enjoyed. It's not an unwatchable movie, but I would rather watch the 95 version again over and over and over than watch this. Over I say and over and over. get better writers for the sequel for sure to execute the story better, but you could still have a pretty kick-ass sequel. Once we're, yeah. if we're actually and up doing the this, techno like, and the soundtrack, that's the thing that I miss the most. That was a little lackluster, I must say. I just want more Mortal Kombat. I just want more of it. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're totally that totally was absent. You gotta have the hype. Give us the hype. You gotta, you gotta, like, yeah, give us goosebumps. Bring it in with like, Johnny oh, Cage, yeah. just like Things the ridiculousness of it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe B minus is a little, little too nice, but I don't know. It was still entertaining overall. Good fight sequences. So, yeah, maybe it's a solid C. I don't know. Let's just hope the sequel's better. Well, what is I that? hope so. Let's wrap it up here. All right, wrapping it up. So we got what? Let's say C plus and a solid D for Mortal Kombat. Let's hope the sequel's mm-hmm. better. Yeah, I hope so. Hope so. All right. Well, Daniel, where can they find us? Online on movies underscore Bruce. Let us know what you thought. Um, like 1995. I'm curious how many people loved, hated the new movie, and also prefer which you would. I, I'm curious if people will prefer the 2021 version over the 1995 version. Yeah, I'm kind of curious myself, actually. Yeah, I kind of kind of split between the two. Both have their highs and low moments, good and bad. But also now that I've seen the like the older one, I definitely feel more confident in buying like the Mortal Kombat like steelbook of the original. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I'm like, yeah, I would love to have that. That'd be cool. All right. Well, thanks everybody for downloading the show. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week on Movies and Brews! Cheers! Cheers!